wonderful time in the presence of God this morning. I'm just excited to be in the presence of God. Amen. Amen. This morning, we bring a simple message. We are celebrating 12 days in 2020. Hallelujah. How many of you are aware that it's a celebration? God has been faithful. He has blessed us with 12 days so far in 2020. And if there is one thing that we desire as a choir is to dwell in the presence of God. Amen. We have declared this year that we will not go anywhere unless the presence of God goes with us. Amen. This morning, the song that we're about to sing comes from the book of Psalm. It comes from the Psalm 84, verse 10. And the word of God says, Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. Each year we get blessed with over 350 days. And this morning we just want to say, better is one day. Just one. If you put a thousand together, that's three years about a plus. But what we're saying is, better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord than dwell in the, twen in the tents of the wicked. Church, this morning, may this be your heart's desire. That we may make God smile. That God may be pleased with our sacrifice. That God may be pleased with our dwelling in his courts. Amen.
midnight waiting place, oh God. How my soul yearns and faints for your courts. For even the sparrows found a home in your presence. And my sister was saying that I would rather be a doorkeeper in my father's house than to dwell in the tents of the wicked. And how many wants, want to make that a prayer? This year, the Lord, I just have to make you smile. In all my dealings, in all that I do, in all that I say, in my worship to you, even when I usher, I just want to make you smile. Even when I sing, I just want to make you smile. Even when I preach, I just want to make you smile. Even when I give, I just want to make you smile. This is my heart of worship to you. This is my heart of worship to you.
So I'm sending you.
rejoicing and celebrating the 12th day in this new day 2020. We ascribe greatness to you. Our and honor belong to you. Here we are all seated, gathered, and you will let this gathering be unto you. Because that's why you brought us here together. So we can uh, honor you. So we can be pleasing to you. So we seek your guidance. Your Holy Spirit. For without you, it is just um, that noise. Without you, nothing really happens. Reach us, touch us, mold us, make us, help us, so we can see what we must see. We can receive what's prepared in your place, Lord. That our hearts be strengthened, live our lives as pleasing and in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. The voices of our time. The simple definition was the one I made. The voice of God. Voices of our time. We're considering voices. So there is uh, on one end the voice of God through Scripture. And then on the other end makes up voices, the voices of people around us. Now that people around us, everything around us that speaks. Because if you like picking up from our Mrs. Mwede's testimony, demons do speak. So it's all the voices around you. Thoughts that uh, come. Thoughts don't come from uh, without. The thoughts, there are no uh, a machine that just manufactures thoughts and thoughts just floating. No, thoughts are not, are not free radicals. Thoughts come from beings. So there are good thoughts as a man thinks in his heart. So is and it is from uh, the, the heart and from the heart a man speaks and so voices in the presence better one day in the presence of the Lord and what are you doing in the presence of the Lord it's hearing him amen hearing God so voices So these voices will often contradict one another. But our purpose in paying attention to them both is to discover how they relate to each other. So voices, when they come, different voices may come 
you you hear and you can hear many voices at the same time. This voice and the other voice and the other voice. And sometimes you get confused or you get overwhelmed or you get to be at a place where so which which of these how should I decide here? Um, because of uh, the things you are hearing, things that you are considering. So many times, the voices that we hear or listen to can be contradicting this voice and the other voice. We'll, we'll, we'll come to that. So John 20, 21, peace be with you, as the Father has sent me, I am sending you. Peace be with you. Before the mission begins, Jesus said, peace. That's why hearing um, uh, the testimony for this is when Isaiah 26, God gives perfect peace to those whose minds are stayed on him. Because they trust the Lord. So before the mission begins, before anything happens, there is there's peace. Peace is given up. Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. So all of us are on a mission, if you like. We are on a mission. Under this mission, we will discuss it two way because we are as we look at the voices this morning we are considering two situations so we are on a mission god has sent us to do something for him to represent him so how did god send jesus or what was Jesus' mission? So if you understand that, then we understand our being sent, what should we be zealous about? So Jesus came. And what the purpose of his coming? He came for us. For the people that are lost. To seek and find that which was lost. Luke 19. To, to heal the broken and the sick. To reconcile that which was most against God. So Jesus was on that mission. There are many things we can say. And so when he, he has done what he had to do, the ministry that he had with his disciples, three years, Raised the people, 12 of them close to him. We also have pictures of 70, 72 being sent out. We also have a picture of 120 in the upper room waiting, waiting, waiting for an endowment with power because Jesus is, is gone. And before he left, he said, Wait, wait, go tidy. 
tarry, tarry. And on the time appointed of my father, it's going to pass that the Holy Spirit will come and you will be endowed with power. So we see the 120, and then we see the 3,000, and then we see the multiplication, and it's exponential to the power end. And uh, fast forward, many, many years fast forward, here we are seated here, from that scene that it began then. That was the mission of Jesus. How is it that we are seated here? Because Jesus has said to the disciples, as my father sent me, they picked up on that. They picked up exactly on that. And my father sent me, I'm sending you. So they went out and did what Jesus was doing. I said, you will do even greater things than these. So voices. What were they hearing? The voice of Jesus. And what's the voice of Jesus saying? The voice of Jesus saying, I'm sending you. Go. And this year we are looking at retention uh, of harvest. We're looking at Matthew. Go and make disciples of all nations. Go. That's the voice of voice of the Father. That's the voice of Jesus. Go. Go and make disciples. Go. So he's he has said, I'm sending you. We we are ascent people. We are sent people. When you go to Luke chapter 10, beginning at 38, we see Mary at the feet of Jesus. We can go there. Please take us to Luke chapter 10. We look at the story together. And just speak. That's two lines there that we're going to use. Let's, let's look at the context. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Master, Master, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what is better. Everyone say better. And it will not be taken away from her. Better things seeking longer. Because to get it to better, you must deal with the good. But only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what is better and will not be taken away from her. We see Mary at the feet of Jesus, listening, listening to what? To the voice of Jesus. Listening to the voice of Jesus. Better is one day in the presence 
of the world than a thousand days elsewhere. Better is a walk with the Lord than a walk without him somewhere else. Mary at the feet of Jesus. And we also see Martha busy in the kitchen. I want us to take a moment. Let's consider those two situations. When Jesus came into Martha's home, and Mary came and sat at his feet, she was listening to him. Martha went into the kitchen and she was busy doing all the preparations alone. Oh, I, I, I wondered, I looking at that. What is, what's going on here? And then we see Martha coming out of the kitchen and she comes to the Lord and says, don't you care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Ask her to come to me. Jesus did not say to Martha, go away. He said to her, you are troubled, you are concerned, you are anxious. You have many things that um, are distracting you. Many things. You have many voices. So picture with me. Jesus is coming and she sees him and she's like, okay, I'd like him to come to my home. And at that point, as Jesus is, is coming and, and she opens the door for him and his disciples of God, she's she, she begins to hear other, other voices. Now you need to go and, and make great something to eat. Now you need to go and do this. Now you need to quickly do this. Um, and there is, uh, you need to do this and do that and do this and do this. And so you can imagine the, the workplace in the kitchen, ladies. So cluttered by everything that needs to be put together to make it the most delicious uh, salad. Because salad is not just uh, not cabbage alone. <laughs> <laughs> cabbage alone salad is into the village. There are other things that go with. So, so mother is hearing all these things and she, she picks this and she picks this and then she, and then she hears another voice and it's like, you know what? Jesus is not alone. He's with the other people. So you you can't make one savings. There'll be a number of many savings to cover the people that are there. So we're reading this on the background, and then you see, so this is going on, and then you see um, Martha putting uh, these words uh, to action. And you can also imagine with me, um, Mary sees her sister going out. Maybe she says, oh, hey, Jesus, do you see that's Jesus with the disciples? 
we here? What do you think? And before Mary could answer, he's already at the door and said, Hey, Master, come over here. You are welcome here. Come and dress a bit. And Mary is also hearing her voice inside her. Jesus is coming home. If Jesus is coming, if Jesus is coming, I think the, 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 the one good thing you can do is to sit, to listen to him. And then what do we see? We see the action of the voice that she has listened to within her. The thoughts that have been going on, that which was in her heart, manifesting in the action of getting up and going to sit at the feet of Jesus and listening to him. I put it to you, to us this morning, that both Mary and Martha, in this particular situation, they are relating to Jesus, but their disposition are different. Dispositionally different as they approach Jesus, as it relates to being with him. And I put it to us this morning that uh, this whole thing is happening basically in the same interval, in, in the same space, in the same space. So one chooses to sit, to listen, and the other one is busy working. So if, if you like, these are situations that come to us every day. These are situations that we, we face basically every day. You have uh, 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 this uh, thing calling, duty calling, duty calling. You need to do this and you need to do this. And you also know there is also uh, the, the call from the Lord to spend time with him. There is a call from the Lord who spends time with him. And every day, Jesus says, pick your cross and follow me. Every day, right? Every day, pick your cross and follow me. But while we here pick your cross this morning today and follow me, there is also another voice, all voices saying, there is, I know, there is, a, ah, there is that to be done. Remember the assignment that you have needs to be finished. You remember the time that this thing needs to be handed in. Remember that there is this to be done. If you don't do this, uh, people are going to be hungry. So we are at a place to choose whether to to, to go in and uh, listen and commune with the Lord or just take off and get in the kitchen and be busy and be busy and be busy because we, we have taken off to be busy in the kitchen with the Lord. We get overwhelmed. We get overwhelmed. So what do we do? 
What did we do when we get overwhelmed? What do we do when we get overwhelmed? Ah, then we, we must find the Lord because we know where the answer is. We mother knew where the answer was. She was getting overwhelmed. There was so much to be done. And she knew she would not manage by herself. And she knew she could get help. So where does she go? She goes where she goes, help to come to the Lord. And Jesus said, you allowed yourself to be troubled by many things. There is uh, one thing that is better. And your sister Mary has chosen that better thing. <coughs> I'm, I'm thinking. Do you think, like I'm thinking, that uh, mother would have chosen to sit at the feet of Jesus too? Start with the Lord. Start with Jesus. Listen to him. Hear him. And after you have heard Jesus, after you have heard Jesus, after you have heard Jesus, Jesus knows also that you are hungry. Is it true? Yeah. Jesus knows that uh, you also need these other things. And uh, when Jesus is done with his program, when Jesus is done relating with us, when Jesus is done eating with us, they open the door. You see, Jesus, this is what Jesus said. They open the door. Where is that? chapter 3 verse 20 when you hear my knock and open the door I will come in and that's the picture we are seeing here related as I open so Jesus comes in but Jesus said I will eat with you is this name first and after that then you will eat with me. then I will allow you to do what you need to do and I will help you in doing what you need to do Amen. friends 2020 harvest retention will not happen any other way until we are at a place where we hear him, until we are at a place where we begin with him until we are at a place where we allow him to be Lord, until we are at a place where we say Lord, I'm not going anywhere, prayer I'm not going anywhere if you're not, if you're not coming with me. I'm not moving one inch. It's not song. This is not songs, pulpit songs. This is not. This that's life. That that should be life. Lord, if you, you are not with me, I'm not moving one inch. But take us to take us to John. It's not in my notes, but take us to John chapter six, beginning at verse one. Sometime after this, Jesus crossed to the far shore of the Sea of Galilee. He's been teaching, he's been with people, he's been talking to them about the kingdom of God. That's the Sea of Tiberias. And a great crowd of people followed him because they saw the miraculous signs he had done, he had performed on the sea. Then Jesus went up on a mountainside and sat down with his disciples. 
he loved the mountainside and teaching and talking to people. The Jewish Passover feast was near. When Jesus looked up and saw a great crowd coming toward him, he said to Philip, Where shall we buy bread for these people to eat? That's Jesus. That's Jesus. When, okay, let's get to the next one. He asked this only to test him, for he already had in mind what he was going to do. Hallelujah. Jesus already knows what he's going to do because you are hungry, because you've been following him, because you have seen what is in his hand, because you have seen what Jesus is doing, because you have seen the purposes of the Lord, because you have said to Jesus, I will go where you have sent me, I will go. Just show me which door to knock at today. Just show me what, which person to talk to. Just show me, talk to me, or speak to me. This is what talking voices here. Speak to me about someone that I should begin to pray for. Just talk to me about what things I need to pass on to someone. After I will receive them freely, I will give them out freely. Jesus already knew what he was going to do. What he was going to do. Take her to the seventh. Philip answered, eight months wages would not buy enough bread for each to have a bite. Verse 8. Another of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke. Verse 9. Here is a boy with five small belly loaves and barley loaves and small fish. But how far will they go among so many? Jesus said, How the people sit down? There was plenty of grass in that place. And the men sat down about 5,000 of them. Then Jesus took the loaves, gave thanks, and distributed those to those who were seated as much as they wanted. He did the same with the fish. So after Jesus has done teaching, after Jesus has done devotion with us, Mary sitting at his feet, after Jesus has done all that to the family, he knows the need. And he will help. And he will give. And we will receive as much as we want. What's the catch? Be with him. What's the catch? See that is faith. What's the catch? Start with him. What's the catch? Hear his voice and give it priority. When we hear God's voice, where will we hear him? We will hear him alone with the word of God. We will hear him here when we gather like this. We will hear him when we meet in our home. We will hear him even when we are riding on the bus or we are driving somewhere. What's the important thing? Our mind stayed on him. What's the important thing? Our mind said uh, to, to him. And when we've heard him, friends, when we've heard him, when he has done what he is doing with us, with mother and Mary such, after Jesus finished the teaching, what's we're going to say? Maybe. Say, is there something to eat? 
And probably mother would have, would have said, oh, there's a little something, a little this, with so many people. And you think Jesus would say, okay, we're just going out, we'll find a restaurant somewhere? <laughs> no. Luke would say, bring that to me. Bring that to me. So how much have we missed out because we have not started with him? How much have we missed out because that one day in the courts of the Lord did not happen? How much have we uh, uh, opportunities that have come and gone because uh, we, we did not pay attention? If we have not paid attention for today's bread, we will want to live on what we received yesterday. Wow. <laughs> How many love Chimbala? yesterday in Shima. You can eat it cold, or you can throw it in the, in the fire. When you throw it in the fire, by the time you are eating it, half of it you have to throw away because it's burnt. How many love to eat yesterday's stuff? I know of a place where they, they will recycle and recycle and recycle. And when you eat recycled and recycled, they recycle over the recycle. You know what's going to happen. We don't want to be that. We don't want spiritual diarrhea. <laughs> so Jesus is saying, come to me. Every day, come to me. Study the Bible. That's where Jesus is revealed. Come sit here. Make it your priority. We don't need to shout and jump. This is big. This is a reminder. We know these things. But you know, the next thing to do in 2020 is to put wheels to it. Make it move. Make it happen. Do it. Pick up the Bible and read it. There are not two ways. Pick the Bible and read it. Come. Come and sit here and listen to the word being taught. There are not two ways about that. Look, you, we, 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 Three lessons. Three lessons. As we as we end. Please. Thank you. Your spiritual world is important. So is the physical world. And these two are in the same space. Like we see Mary sitting at the feet of Jesus and Martha choosing to be in the kitchen and be in the same space. In the same space. So your spiritual world is important. So is the physical world. Not one <coughs> over the other. Both. But there is an order. Both. So that is one. You need to understand that uh, you are a spiritual being, we live in a physical world, and we are also physical. Because we need to this this physical frame to house to house the spiritual you. Otherwise we will be without houses like this, 
You just see her voices, right? Who is it? Is it you? Is it you? No. God, look at He gave us a house. We are physical, we are also spiritual. The same way we spend time to look good, to go to the hairdresser, to go and, and shop um, nice, uh, what? Nice one? Designer? The same way we go and, and pick the lotions, this, you know, no, not this one. This one, the last time I used it, you know, something was happening. And you ask your friends, you ask your friends, which one really works well on the, on the, you know, I, 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 my, my, uh, my, uh, my, my skin. That's a physical house, taking care of how, how do I look, you put four mirrors. <laughs> because you want, when you come out, you, it, it's made, right? Mm. Even, even the step is calculated in the mirror. So if I do that, <laughs> it's calculated. That centimeters just say, just It's calculated. You want nothing wrong with that because you, you, you want to come out right. Because God has made you. God gave you the frame you carry. God watches over you. God smiles at you. God loves you. But as much as we take care of this physical thing, the spiritual is as important, if not much more important. Because everything is first spiritual than physical. So if you have four mirrors for your physical being, I suggest that you get 12 mirrors for your spiritual being. So number two, both must be attended to in that order. Spiritual being first, then your physical being. Because God loves you. God wants us to be up and running, but running well. So your, your, your job is important. It's a physical thing. It, it speaks to your stomach. It speaks to the well-being of your family. It speaks to your, your, your posterity. It speaks to uh, inheritance for your children and everything. But well, all that is good. Houses are good. You know, we, we are building and you know, this weekend, uh, I need to be out to do this and supervise that. I need to put that in place. I need to do that and everything and all that. All that is good, but above that, there's uh, the spiritual being. Your spiritual well-being. So both must be attended to, and the order is your spirituality. And how does it come? One day in the presence of the Lord, hearing God. One day, one day with the Lord, in the presence of the Lord, picking up the Bible, praying, praying. Let me give you another question. You can go thinking about it. That's one point that we'll be praying and getting going. Going out of here.
have you wondered also? Sometimes when uh, maybe you are, you are in a prayer meeting, or, or reading the Bible, or even now as I'm talking to you, it's not only me that you are hearing. It's not only me that you are hearing. There are other voices, right? Yeah, there are other voices that are coming. There are other voices that, that are coming. But what do you do? What do we do? What's, what's many times when you, when if you are kneeling down and you are praying in the closet and then you, be, you suddenly begin to think about uh, did I hear did I hear food? Yeah. You you suddenly begin to think about food. What what do you, what do you do? How do you respond to that? <laughs> no, I can't be thinking about this. I'm in the presence of the Lord. No. Think about it. It's food. It's food. There could be something about that. So what do you do? Make a mental note of it. If you have your pen and paper, write it down. Where is it coming? Write it down. You are in the presence of the Lord and you, you think that? Not it. To come back to it later. If you have other things that you are like praying for at that point, when you write it down, you put it there, you don't need to have to remember it. Just pick up that paper and it is there. So voices are always going to be with you. You hear food. You're on your knees, you hear food. You could, you could choose. You could choose to do what? You could choose to get up and go look for food. Correct? Yeah, you could choose to abandon prayer meeting. Or you're going to a Bible study and you just remember but you remember the assignment it should be handed in tomorrow. You had forgotten and the assignment it will be handed in tomorrow. And then you 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 were, you were going to uh, to the prayer meeting. So you have voices there, right? It's again a choice that you make. What are you gonna do? You could just could choose to continue, you can, you can choose to continue, go to the prayer meeting, and after you have done the presence of the Lord, go back to your assignment to be handed in tomorrow. What do you think will happen? You think God will help you? Yes, of course, God is going to help you. You will finish in record time because God will bring to your remembrance the things you need to remember for that assignment because you have spent the one day in the presence of the Lord. But many times, uh, the other thing gets the better of us. Ah, my goodness. And we put hazards because we are in the inner lane. <laughs> we put hazards because we are in, a, in the inner lane. And the exit, if I miss this exit, then it's going to take a long time to get back home. So you put hazards, you slam the brakes, and you even put out your hand. Because you, you've just changed your mind. I forgot that I have an assignment which needs to be handed in tomorrow. I can go to Bible study maybe next week. What have you just done? What have you just done? You've just said to the helper, No, sir, you can keep your help. This one I can handle on my own. 
This one I can handle on my own. I will see you perhaps next week. How nice is that? And the Lord, what's the Lord saying? What's the Lord saying? John, why are you going to the kitchen? Peter, why are you going to the kitchen? Mundia. Why are you going to the kitchen? Why are you going to the kitchen? You're supposed to be sitting after my Come. After we are done with what I have for you, for you, then let's go and do your assignment. Let's go and do your project. Let's go and take the journey. Let's go and do the rest of it. Choice in our court. Always your last piece. Always pleasing to you. That's what he said here. Matthew 28, 18 to 20. That's uh, where we are this year. Go and make disciples of all nations. When we do go, we must not go bare. We must not go without carrying something. Because we can only give that which we have received. We don't want to give the people the people that will be discipling yesterday's food. We need to be current. We need to be today. In today. Today, you hear my voice. God is speaking every day. So when we do that, we are we'll be always pleasing to Him. John 14, 21. And this is how my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit. So when we go and bear fruit, when we go and bear fruit, the Father is glorified. He's pleased. Pleasing that I may be pleasing choir they were preaching together. Maybe pleasing, pleasing to the Lord. That's where God receives and gets pleasure to see his children, his people taking after him so they responded to being sent it begins by being with him we need to have something to take to him so this year we are building a people that have given their lives to the Lord and some, and some more will be giving their lives to the Lord as we go through the year to build them to retain them to grow them as disciples we ourselves need to be disciples and disciple to disciple being a disciple does not end here it continues it's a continuing it's a continuing process for all let us pray We bless your name, Father. 
because you are good to us. In you we live, we move, we have our being. We like to be pleasing to you. We like to be courage with you. We like to receive your help every day. So we will be like, like Mary, we will choose you. Because both our spiritual well-being and our physical well-being are important. We want to take care of them. We ask that you will help us. That's what you mean. That's our lives. And we respond daily, picking up our cross and following you in this year of making you disciples of the people that have come to receiving Before we leave here, is anyone in our midst? Sitting here today, and you're saying, Pastor, I hear you. How does all this work? Maybe I'm not born again. This works by beginning at the cross. This whole journey begins by turning your heart and life to Christ. So if you are here and you never received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I'd like to help you. I'd like to give you opportunity. I'm about to pray the last prayer. I'd like to include you in that prayer. If you're there, you lift your hand and say, I'm here, Pastor. I'd like to receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Is there anyone? You can lift your hand. Yes, I see the other hand at the back. Is there anyone else? Indicate by lifting your hand and say, I am here too. Anyone else? I want one of the ushers who stay with the gentleman at the back, lifted, lifted hand. And after we have done, When we are done here, please walk him up to the front. We'll attend to him. So church, the Lord bless you. And keep you. Make his countenance shine upon you. Grant you peace. Peace be with you. We are on a mission, so peace be with you. The Lord has sent us a peace be with you. And we spend our one day in the presence of the Lord, peace with us. Nothing will take away the peace of the Lord. He has already given us the victory. He 
May it be well with you. May he heal your body if you are carrying in any way. May your provision come. Maybe it's school fees for your children, rental, whatever it is that you, because you have come to the place of the Lord, because you purposed in your heart to serve and to meet with the Lord this morning. We pray for you. We speak those things that are in your heart as you desire them. God says He will He will meet, He will He will attend to the desires of, of, of our heart. May He attend to your desires, to your very need in the name of Jesus. After we have listened to him, he said, Yes, is there something that needs to be done? So whatever it is that needs to be done for you, may it happen for you. In the name of Jesus. And to him, we return thanks, we return glory. Because he hears us when we call. He answers our prayers. He walks with us. He brings us the miracles. He does the things for us that needs to be done. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. And back room, the red to our fame. And the people of God, this morning, affirm together saying, because of the child and anointed by the Spirit,